Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And all surrounding areas, you are indeed listening live to, and this is where I usually say the dollars and cents show, but no, not tonight. Yeah, it's that dollars and cents guy filling in tonight. Hi, how's everyone doing? Dave Simons here. Um... My day job, as I think many of you know, is actually um, acting as a certified financial planner and heading up a wealth management team known as the Simons and Cordes Wealth Management Team, located within the friendly confines of UBS Financial Services. But that's the day job. Occasionally, they let me out to play at night. And here I am. So I got the uh, text, I guess it was yesterday, saying, hey, can you uh, come in and and fill in like you did uh, a few weeks ago and do an at-your-service on that Thursday night? And uh, I love doing this, absolutely. If I'm not doing anything, I can come down because I get to spread my wings a little bit. I don't have to just talk about what I do for a living, which is on the investment side and talk about finance and economics, because obviously that's a a pretty myopic look at the world, right? It's very narrow. And so your audience will be a little narrower. Well, here I get to talk about anything. So yeah, I'm here for three hours and inevitably we're going to talk something about what's happening in the stock market. I mean, most people listening right now probably have at least a few bucks in stocks or bonds or commodities or gold or something. And with the stock market hitting all-time highs again, the Dow hitting a high yesterday, all-time high. It fell back a little bit today, but the S&P 500, all-time high today. So, yeah, we'll get around to that. We'll talk about it. But you know what? I've got a lot of other things to talk about, including some of my recent travels. I have been traveling a lot lately in the last few months. And I mean all over the country. I've gone out west, south, Southeast, North, I just got back from New York City. Some of this is business. Some of it's pleasure. Some of the trips combine both. The reason I want to talk about that is because of the observations that I have with different feelings about these mask mandates. Now, I am not going to get into the politics of it. Well, I guess you have to a little bit, right? But not my personal feelings necessarily. I am just giving you the observations. And I don't think They'll really surprise anyone, really, depending on where you are in the country. You'll get a different vibe if you show up wearing a mask or not. So you better understand local customs if you're traveling these days. And I'll give you some of those observations, including some really interesting experiences that I had in New York City. I was in Manhattan and then uh, went over to to, uh, Long Island. I actually attended a friend's wedding 
there, one of the reasons that I went up there. And uh, and how New York is, at least the city, because a couple of months ago I went to upstate New York for a different reason. But the city of New York has its own vibe about this. New York City is its own special place anyway, right? But during the days uh, of covid you do have a little bit of a different vibe that I've gotten d- differently from any place else that I have visited, which is um, quite a few places here the last few months. So we'll talk about that. You know, next hour, I'm really looking forward to this. I have a guest who's calling in. It's a very uh, simple name, John Brown. I mean, how many John Browns are there, right? Well, it's the John Brown, the former anchor, news anchor, at KTVI News, Fox 2 News here in town, who's back in Orlando. I mean, this guy's shuttle goes back and forth between Orlando and St. Louis. He's a Missouri native. He's written a number of books about Missouri. He's got a new one out. We'll talk to John about that in the 10 o'clock hour. But here's the other thing. Here's really what I want to talk to John about. And I don't, I mean, I, I briefly talked to him about this beforehand, but I really am more intrigued. A guy on the front line of the media these days, in, in a couple of big metro areas like St. Louis and, and Orlando, different parts of the country. But what is his viewpoint on the future of traditional media? Here I am on one of them, radio, but also newspapers, and then his expertise in television. I think a lot of people believe, well, it's inevitable. They're just going to go away eventually. I mean, let's can we stop pretending it's all going to go away? I've never fully believed that. I think it's transitioning And yes, you don't have maybe as many eyeballs, but there's still a place for that. But I want to get John's take on that. And then uh, digging a little deeper with John, I really want to get his feel because you know he gets this. You, you, You know that he hears it. But the lack of trust that so many Americans have now in traditional news sources, I think it's overblown, at least on the local level. I get it on the national level especially the big cable news shows. I, I don't watch them for news. Stop! I stopped doing that a while ago, and I'm better off because of it. But I think local news gets a really bad rap by getting thrown into the national debate. There are two different types of news sources. So um, that's coming up at the top of the, did I say 10 o'clock hour? I meant 9 o'clock because I'm thinking of his time. That's what John and I were talking about. Of course, in Orlando, he's on East Coast time. So I have to remember that. No, coming up in the next hour, so the top of the 9 o'clock hour here in St. Louis, we'll be talking to John Brown about that. Um, what? A, oh, yes, one other thing, too. I don't know if I'll get to this later this hour or the second hour, but I definitely want to. There was something that made the news today that you might think is more of an investment tidbit of news, but really it's much deeper than that. There was a a new, tr- newly traded stock today that was one of the most overbought initial stock offerings that we've seen in some time. But it's big news, not because really of what they do necessarily. It's big news because of one particular person behind this company. 
and we'll talk about that. And, man, there is going to be no in-between in how people feel about this new company that started trading today for the first time. So if we get around to it, we'll talk about some inflation and things like this. I do want to visit and talk a little bit about a play that I saw in New York called Come From Away. I can't believe that the story that is behind this, it's based on a true story, is not better known. It's, it's amazing to me um, why that is. But we'll talk a little bit about that, plus a lot of other things here on the docket tonight. So, folks, pull up a chair, or if you're driving, you're in a chair, just stay safe. And uh, we're going to keep this fun. Uh, We'll try to keep it light. Yeah, uh, there's some things that we can't help but get a little heavy because that's just our world today. But I really want us to... Uh, get through this next three hours just together is is just really having a conversation. And then we'll get more into the financial and economic and investment and stock market debate and discussion in about 10 days because the return of dollars and cents is scheduled for Halloween, which is Sunday, October 31st. That's in 10 days. So as I think a lot of you know, Um, I do not host the Dollars and Cents show hardly at all during the baseball season because my show airs on Sunday afternoons, and there happens to be this local baseball team that Kevin Wheeler was just talking about. They're called the Cardinals. They typically take the programming here on KMOX on Sunday afternoons from really late March into October. And uh, now, between this time and spring training, you'll start to hear me with a little bit more frequency. I flip back and forth with my good buddy, Mike Brown, who hosts the money show. So we'll trade off here the next couple of every other Sunday, I think for the next few months. So keep that in mind. The next dollars and cents show is on October 31st, but for now, the immediate time here at 814 in St. Louis, this is at your service on Camo X. My name is Dave Simons and we'll get right to it after this first commercial break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. At your service, right here on X. The name is Dave Simons, certified financial planner by day and just out at night here. I was just wandering by and they said, hey, you want to come in and host the show for a few hours? Yeah, why not? So here I am. Um, So I've done quite a bit of traveling here the last few months and more than normal. It's just one of those strange years for me here in 2021. So I, um, I flew out to Utah a couple of months ago. Really, that was more for pleasure. And um, some couples went out there, and it was really so I could uh, do some mountain biking and road biking with a good friend of mine, which, of course, we had a great time out there in Utah. And then um, uh, late July, I drove from St. Louis to upstate New York. So you can imagine what that route is, sort of the upper Midwestern belt there, you know, as you're going through Indiana and Ohio and, you know, Pennsylvania and up through that way and stayed at a couple of places along the way. I was there for uh, for close to a week before then driving back and getting a, a feel of the land in that part of the country. More recently, just a couple of weeks ago, I drove down to Memphis, uh, as I mentioned recently, competing in the half Ironman down there. And then once that was over, I was there for a couple of days, got in the car and then drove down through Alabama and Mississippi and Georgia and on the way over to South Carolina, where I stayed for a little bit. Then from there, I flew back to New York, but this time in the city itself where I stayed for a couple of days and then over into Long Island. Uh, Just got back, what, um, earlier this week. I'm about to fly back out next week and then drive. Yeah, see, it's the life in the Simons household is a little crazy right now, but it will soon settle down for, for now. Thrown into all that is my daughter who just got engaged this week. Yes, at some point, maybe I will be a grandfather for the first time. But you, for those of you who've been there, it's a weird thing. Is, is, it, is it not cool to, like, talk to your kids about, hey, when are you going to give us grandbabies? I, it's weird. I think maybe that's what the mom should say, not, not the dad. But um, they're not going to get married for a year and a half because where they live in Texas, and I think this is true all across the Fruited Plain, is because of COVID and people not getting married, let's say, in 2020 or even the first part of 21. Now, all of this, people are trying to get married and go through the actual ceremony. in a. It's been very compressed, like a lot of things in life. So they just could not get a venue next year in 2022. So they finally got the place that they really wanted, but it's not available till March of 23. So I can at least settle down before that. Although as I've only half jokingly said, because now I don't know who started the tradition that the, the, the bride's parents pay for everything, but I guess I'm following tradition. So dad has to get involved to start watching the budget and realize, you know, I turn 60 next year, but um, maybe retirement is is far, far and away based on this. So we'll see. Anyway, the reason I tell you about all the travels is 
I'm a very curious guy, always have been. I've always got the phone going or the laptop going to check something out. I, I, when I see something, I, I've like got to get online and I've got to find the background. That's just that's how my brain works. I've got to fill in the holes. I've got to fill in the details. I, I want to be smart about whatever I'm experiencing or learning. So I'm very intentional about it. And one of the things that I really wanted to hone in on during these trips is in different areas, different cultures, different fields of the country, how, how are people reacting to mask mandates? Not so much shots and the vaccines. That's harder to gauge. You don't really see that. You'd have to purposely ask somebody about it. So I really wasn't as much interested in that is something that's more observable from a distance. And that is, do businesses have signs in front? You have to wear a mask to come in here. And even if they do, when you walk in there, are people following that? Or are they not, and nobody that works there even cares? So I don't think it would surprise you that it, it's so political. So if you go to a traditional red state, people just, they don't care. I don't even care if there's a sign on the business. People are not wearing masks, and no one is really saying anything about it. You go to a more blue state, and there's much more adherence to that. I don't think that surprises anybody at all. So... When I say that I went through Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, and nobody wears masks, is anyone going, well, I can't believe that? And that's just an observation. I, I am not putting any um, a personable, personal grading on this to say that's wrong, that's right. No judgment on my part here at all. All right, I do that privately, but I'm not going to do that here. But that's just... <laughs> I don't think, uh, again, that this is going to come as a shock to anyone. But I think what what really st- stuck to me more than anything was in New York City. You can say that New York City, from a political standpoint, leans blue. I think that's an accurate way to put it. But it's also very diverse. I mean, let's be honest. You, you Everyone from every walk of life, and not just residents of New York City, but people from all over the world. And you know that... Nobody really questioned it. There was not, it was palpable in some areas I went, where if you wore a mask inside, people looked at you like you were not American. And I'm not kidding. I, it, you were made to feel somewhat uncomfortable. So I'm not a guy who's going to go in and try to make some bold statement by myself in some place that I'm not familiar with and go, well, this is the way it's got to be because, no, I'm I will abide by sort of what's ever going on as long as I feel comfortable and I feel healthy and, and I don't feel threatened. And I never and I never did. But I always had a mask with me. So sometimes I would have it actually on or I just have it around the chin to put it on if it looked like everybody else was doing it. If nobody else was, then I didn't care. Because here's the thing. I honestly, I am a big believer in the vaccines and masks. I trust the science. I'm all over it. I do the research. Big believer in it. I've been vaccinated. I wish everybody would. All right. So let me just get that out there. But I'm not a fan of the government itself mandating it. I'm just not. I think businesses have a right. Absolutely. If ABC business says we want our employees to be vaccinated. And if you're, if you don't, you can no longer work here. I'm sorry. I don't, you may agree, disagree with that, but the business has a right to do that. They cannot discriminate. As we know, there are certain laws associated with that, 
but they have every right to say that you cannot smoke in here. They have a right to say that. You can't sue them for the right to smoke inside of a building when they say no smoking is allowed. They also have a right to say, we require our employees to be vaccinated. I don't want the government mandating that. That's just how I feel about that. So while I believe in vaccines, while I believe in the efficacy of masks, I don't like big government mandating it. So I am okay when I walk into a place and nobody's wearing a mask, even though they should. It's not a big thing for me because I still feel safe. I've been vaccinated. I know the research. I also, I'm a 59-year-old, very healthy male. I don't worry about getting sick. I don't want to get sick. I would prefer not to get COVID. I just had my flu shot. So, again, I believe in the vaccines. I believe in the medicine. I believe in the sciences. Um, but I also, again, I trust the data that says there is a strong strong likelihood that if I got it, I would be okay. I'd get the usual symptoms and I would be fine. I wear a mask, honestly, more for the person next to me. To be respectful for my fellow American, to be respectful for that 78-year-old woman or man next to me who might be somewhat compromised, some immune system, and you can say, well, he can just stay home. Well, that's, that's easy for you to say. Maybe nobody can go grocery shopping for this person, and they need to get out. And even if they've been vaccinated, we know that they still have a higher risk to get really sick if they're older and they have some pre-existing conditions. I wear a mask so they feel comfortable around me. I don't know why in America we've lost that ability to help each other. That's my right. It's my freedom. Relax, dude. Settle down. It's okay. We're all in this together, and we're going to get through this. Let's try to just show a little bit more respect. And I saw that in New York City, of all places, when it has a reputation of not necessarily being nice to each other or respectful to each other. And nobody really questioned it. And really, this was the first place where I had to show my Vax card everywhere I went. You know, I actually went to a little kind of an outside strip mall just to get a burger one day. And it was just kind of an out-of-the-way place. Of all places, I still had to show a Vax card there just to get a burger. I was, I was surprised, but okay, here's my Vax card. No, I didn't really get a sense that anyone was really upset about it. It's just this is the way it is in New York City. These are the laws that we're obeying right now, and we're going to deal with it. And I was good with it. Just like I was okay going into a gas station in Georgia when nobody was wearing a mask and everyone was just having a great, fine, this is the way you want to live. You have a right to it, all right? And then people can choose whether or not they want to go in there or if they do, they have a mask. That's the libertarian side of me, I, I, I guess. So I've got, a, I've got a question for you that I want to leave you with, and I, I, it's based on this. I really want you guys to all think about this. And, and there's, I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer here, but it's related to this. This is, a, this is a situation that really happened. I don't know the people involved. I just read about it. And it, was a, it wasn't here in St. Louis. I don't remember where this was, the story that I read, but it was a woman who was in an elevator inside of some building. And a man walks in. Now, in this building, there was a mask mandate. To be in that building, and in particular in the elevator, you were supposed to wear a mask. The woman was obeying that. She was wearing a mask. Guy gets in, 
no mask in sight. As it goes down and the door opens, the guy's getting out, and she says, you need to be wearing a mask. He turns around and says, I don't care what the bleep you think, and kept walking, and the door closed. So here's the question. Who was right in that situation? And who was out of line there? The woman or the man? Think about that. I want to explore that when we come back. You're listening to At Your Service. My name is Dave Simon. Stay with us. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Dave Simons, certified financial planner by day, just out roaming around and uh, night host when I'm asked occasionally and happy to be here. It is 834 in St. Louis coming up in about a half hour or so near the top of the nine o'clock hour. I will have a special guest calling in our old buddy, John Brown, former anchor of Fox 2 News here in St. Louis, who now works for the Fox affiliate down in Orlando. He's the week night anchor down there. I didn't think he could come on tonight because he anchors their evening news, but because it's Fox, um, they're showing the Thursday night football game. Got that here in the studios at KMOX. So he's like, no, buddy, this is a great night for me. I'm I'm not, I go on the air. He said, I go on the air after midnight tonight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Well then we'll have you on and we'll talk a little bit about um, John's latest book on Missouri. I think he's written like 43 books. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit on the state of Missouri. Uh, but more importantly, I really want to get his thoughts and feelings um, and really dig into how he views the future of traditional media. He's been in it his entire adult life, and I'd like to see what um, where he sees the trends going. So that's coming up. But I want to go back to this so- somewhat philosophical question here. And like I said, everyone's going to have a different opinion. I just really wanted you to all sort of think about this again. True story from, uh, I I read about this, somebody who I know knows this person, um, but I don't remember where, it's a different city, it's not here in St. Louis or anything, but a woman is on an elevator in a building that has a mask mandate, like many buildings do. I work in a building in Chesterfield, mask mandate. When I walk in to go to work, I have to wear a mask, and I'm okay with that, no big deal. So this woman is on the elevator by herself. A man gets on the elevator with no mask, not even around the chin, not holding it, nothing. And she's clearly perturbed, doesn't say anything until it opens on a different floor. He gets out and she says, as he's exiting, you need to put on a mask. 
And he turns around and sort of lets her have it with one line, says, I don't care what the bleep you think. And that's it. And so my question, a little bit of a philosophical one, is who's right there? Uh, who's wrong? You see, in these, in these sort of questions, these debates, I don't think it's so black and white, is it? There are, there, there's a middle ground. I think that they're both right in, in certain ways, and I think they're both wrong. I think it's a, it's a both and here is the way I would look at this. She is absolutely right in, in thinking the way that she was. She's annoyed. She's perturbed. There are rules to follow. And frankly, it's the same thing if the guy got on and smoking a cigarette. Look, the law is you can't get on this elevator smoking a cigarette. I'm sorry. You, you're not supposed to do it. You can't get on here. You can't be in the building without a mask. It's a health issue. I don't care what your feelings are about it. I don't care what your political stance is. I don't care that you think your freedoms are somehow uh, being stamped out. It doesn't matter what you feel or think, buddy. That's the law here, and you have to obey it. Just like when you drive, you have to wear a seatbelt. Now, you may not like it because it goes against your freedom, but if you are stopped and the cop notices that you're not wearing a seatbelt, you will get a ticket. You can complain all you want and say that's ridiculous and you should have a right not to wear a seatbelt. You're entitled to that opinion, but you're not entitled to just flaunt it and drive around and not worry about getting a ticket. It's the same thing here. So she has a right to feel that way. Now, where I think she went wrong is, what's the purpose of her saying anything? Um, first of all, brave enough to even say it. I, I think a lot of people would say it's not worth it. And that's how I would feel. Not because I feel intimidated by the guy. I, I don't, I, I wouldn't at all. But I'm thinking, what, so is he going to turn around and go, oh, you're so right. You know, I'm, I'm so sorry. You probably could get a sense of who this type of person was that that's not his response. So again, I say, what's the purpose? It's like getting on Facebook or Twitter and just ranting and raving about something. And I think, why, why do you do that? What's the purpose you're not changing anyone's mind. So I, she's right to feel that way, but I think she was out of line by saying anything because it, it, it doesn't do anything except per, perhaps escalate it to a situation where now she can't extract herself. Now there's a potential danger to her because who knows what this guy is capable of. It served no purpose at all. And all she did was going to get madder because of what this guy said. Now over to the man, he's wrong, absolutely wrong. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter your feelings, all right? It doesn't matter. And, and what I have found, a lot of people who are really, really against these the masks and vac. I'm talking, let's, let's forget about the vaccines, masks and the mandates, whether it's through some governmental entity or a particular private company that's mandating this. You know, they're so against it. And yet a lot of these same people claim that they're law and order people. But this is one law they're not going to follow. Yeah, you, to me, you can't have it both ways. I don't, it doesn't matter that you think it's unjust. That's the law. It's not a big deal. Just do it. So he's wrong for not obeying that. 100%. Um, he's, some of you are going to really disagree with me on this. But I think he has every right to turn around and give her the business. Even though he was wrong. Because I think she's out of line, uh, in my opinion, to make something of it when it served no purpose. 
to me, the guy gets on, clearly somebody who's not going to wear a mask, and he's probably looking for a fight about it. He gets off, you're masked, and I found out this woman, she's vaxxed, and she's wearing a mask, so there's no threat to her, really. But she's got to make her point. And so he's wrong for not wearing it, but... Yeah, probably not in this particular situation, but if there was another situation where I thought somebody was maybe trying to bully me on something, yeah, I would push back on it too. I'll give you a perfect example of that, by the way. I, I'm i not a tough guy, okay? I, I, I fear that maybe it's going to come across that way. I'm, I'm a low-key guy. Anyone who knows me, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's just, that's just me, except... When I feel like I have been, I'm being bullied or someone's taking advantage of me. And it's, it's something that I'm not proud of, but I feel like this Hulk thing takes over, you know, where I, this green monster wants to come out because of this righteousness, this righteous anger that comes out because someone is taking advantage. And it doesn't even have to be of me. If I see somebody who's bullying somebody who's weaker, I almost fly into a rage, and it's because I was bullied as a young kid, really bad, punched in the face on the school bus, having things thrown at me and cutting me. I just, and because I was a little kid, and I was a small kid, and I was an easy target. And once I got older and I got bigger, um, it was like all of this rage came out and I just decided I'm never going to let that happen again. And so it, it just, it comes out and I've tried to work on it and my wife's been really good helping me with that. But at the airport in Chicago, just a couple of years ago at Midway, it was really crowded. This was right before, this was right before COVID. So it was 2019 and pe- it was in the food court and there were no seats anywhere except this one seat, and this guy quickly ran up, and he put some napkins there. That's all he did, put some napkins there. And then he went up and he stood in line at one of the little restaurants, maybe McDonald's or whatever. Nobody's going to know that somebody is sitting there. It looks like somebody had been sitting there and just left their napkins. So this woman sits down there. He sees it, comes over, and starts screaming at her. That's my seat. Who told you you could sit there? I mean, just out of line. I'm like, holy cow. And she was really flummoxed and and very intimidated. And she goes, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And then instead of him saying, oh, it's okay. And he's like, well, you should have known. These napkins are there. I'm like, oh, geez. So she gets up. He slams the napkins down. And now he puts a couple of ketchup packets there. So funny. He goes back up in line. 20 seconds later, Asian guy sits down. Chinese guy. Turns out he really found out that he, he really doesn't, he didn't know much English at all. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Sure enough, this guy, out of line. I would say he's probably in his mid-50s, a little bit of a pot belly, but really red face, like he's always angry. And he comes over and he starts yelling this guy, what are you doing? Get out of my seat. I couldn't take it anymore. I stand up. My wife was with me. True story. And I just start screaming at the guy, and then it becomes quiet. I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) Here we go. And I said, who the do you think you are? Nobody knows that you are saving these seats. Get out of here. And I'm just like, I'm in this rage. 
and I'm ready to fight this guy. I just and I again, I'm not a tough guy, and I don't say that with any glee. But be, it's the it's the anti-bully thing, and this guy is bullying somebody. And you know what happens when you punch a bully in the face? And that's uh, that's not what happened here. They back down. That's what I learned. So he looked at me and realized that's a guy who can't bully, and he grabbed his napkins and his ketchup packets and he walked away and true story people clapped for me i mean i'm like but i i'm not a hero here i mean there were like 500 people in this bustling food court somebody should have stood up for this woman and this chinese guy but that's my point when it goes to this elevator thing that guy, even though he was wrong, I think he was kind of bullied by this woman. And he turned around. He says, you're not going to bully me. So while she had every right to feel the way that she did, she should have just probably kept it quiet, let the guy leave, and it would be a more peaceful day for her. And he can go out and continue to be mad at the world because there's a mask mandate. We'll be right back. It's 8.49 in St. Louis. Dave, tough guy Simon's here. You know, I'm just kidding. That's my biggest fear is I tell a story like that and go, oh, this guy thinks he's a tough guy. No. It's, if you know, it, I'm I'm even keel. But, man, again, it's just, it's only the bullies. And when, and it's not even bullying me. Like I just talked about, it's, if I see somebody being bullied, it's I can't stay silent. And uh, I've even had people say, Dave, you're going to get yourself in trouble someday. I'm like, I know, I know. I just, sometimes I just have to walk away, but it's hard to. And it's because of of your background. I bet you so many of you listening right now, look, we all have skeletons, right? That from something that happened to us when we were younger, and it still affects us in ways that we can't fully understand or compartmentalize, but it does affect the way that we react, the way that we talk to people, the way that we live our lives, um, and and this this is my little thing. Um, I, the, the when I was a freshman in high school, when I entered freshman year in high school, I was 98 pounds. Think about that for a second. By the end of my freshman year, I got to five two. I'm now 5'10", 175, which is a pretty boring average dimensions, right? Oh, that's pretty average, 5'10". You're not tall, you're not short, 175. You're not heavy, you're not skinny. It's just, I'm, I'm like right in between. But that wasn't the case until about my junior year in high school when I finally grew into that. So I was easy prey for a lot of guys. I just was, especially in some of the schools where I went when I was younger. Uh, not the easiest schools to uh, to be the small kid where I grew up. And so I was a freshman in high school, and this bully, he was a neighborhood bully, and I, I didn't ever want to sit by him, but uh, one day he decided he was going to punch me in the face, and he did. He just out and out just blindsided me, punched me in the face, and the whole bus went quiet, and he just kind of laughed. And I, I just, it, it was it, I still think about it today, even though that was 45 years ago. 44 years ago, whatever. Um, You know, when I was at Mizzou in the early 80s, I saw that kid. Now, by now, I'm bigger. I'm now bigger than him. And I don't think he was going to Mizzou. I think he was actually up there visiting someone. And it was inside of a Wendy's. I still remember this, even though it was 40 years ago. 
And I felt this rage. It, 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 that's the first time I can actually remember I started to have these feelings about wanting to take care, you know, this justice warrior in me. And I sat there and I thought, I'm going to get up and I'm going to make a scene, but I'm going to cold cock him right in the face and say, that's for five years ago. That, that's actually was going through my mind. How crazy is that? I did not act on it. I did not do it. The, the common sense guy. And I, it's just like, I walked out of there and I thought, dude, man, okay, just, just calm down. So I've never gotten to a physical altercation. I better really make that clear here because I think people are going, man, this dude is like out of control. Nope, nope. I, I've never gotten to any physical altercation and I won't. But I think that you realize with people who are bullies, you don't have to. I think if you stand up and you show you're not giving any ground, I'm amazed at how they walk away. And and to prove that I'm not this crazed lunatic who, like, wants to create trouble all the time, let me tell you, when I was in New York last week, I was in an Uber, and we were driving out to Long Island. So this was like, I'm in this Uber for over an hour. And my pet peeve, my pet peeve, oh, my gosh is people who drive the speed limit or slower in the far passing lane and they just create this jam. It bothers me so much because of this law and order sense that I have. Everyone needs to just keep in their lane, all right? And the world operates in a much quicker way. If everyone would just listen to Dave Simons, this would be a perfect world. That's the way I see it. And and I just, it always bugs me. I don't do anything about it. I don't yell and scream. I'm not giving the middle finger that, I'm, again, I'm not confrontational that way. It just, I'm like, does this guy not know the laws of how driving is? So I'm in this Uber and the guy doesn't speak English very well, but he's a nice guy. For an hour, an hour, over an hour, we're in the far passing lane. The speed limit is 55. He's going 50 to 52. And people are trying to get around him, and I'm sweating. I think I'm having, like, this panic attack almost. Like, I am now part of the biggest pet peeve that I have, and I'm in the middle of it, and it's the Hotel California, and I can't check out. And my wife picks up on it. She's with me, and she's like, "Uh, you okay? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm whispering to her, like, he's in the bed. And she's like, I know. I know it's going to be okay. Being married to me can be tough at times. Like you got this, you got this guy who's like having a a, a a panic attack almost just because he's in a car that's going slow in the passing lane. But because I don't like people doing that, so now I'm picking up on the people who are like me in the other car speeding by, and they're giving me the dirty look. Like I'm not, I'm not the one driving. It's not me. But I didn't. Now, some of you might have said something to the guy. Hey, buddy, um, you, you might want to get over in the slower lane. Or, hey, um, I thought it was 55 here. You know, maybe a little passive-aggressive thing, so it kind of wakes him up. He's like, oh, yeah, right. I didn't say a thing. Not confrontational that way. Because I'm thinking, because I have said something to an Uber driver before um, who was speeding too much and going around cars, and I said, hey, I just told him, I don't need to get there this fast. That's all I had to say. He got it. And he did, he did behave after that. In this case, I'm thinking, at least this guy is actually driving very safely. Some of you may argue, well, is it that safe when you're going really slow and blocking traffic? Yeah, maybe you have a point. But he is going slow, and he's really paying attention to the road. 
All right, enough of that. We're going to have our buddy, good friend, former Channel 2 anchor here in town, John Brown, coming up at the uh, near the top of the 9 o'clock hour coming up. So please stay with us. We've got about another minute or so left in this hour, but I just want to just give you an update that John's going to be calling in. And like I said, we are... I really want to find out. This is an intriguing thing for me. Even though I'm a financial advisor and have been for nearly 30 years, I think some of you uh, know the story that I actually graduated with a broadcast journalism degree in the early 80s from Mizzou. And I was in that business for about 10 years. Um, A news guy, street reporter, eventually becoming a sports reporter, sports anchor. And I thought I was going to, that was going to be my life. But for a variety of reasons, I got burned out. I didn't like the direction of the business and I wanted more autonomy. I wanted more control of where my career path was going, completely changed careers. But I still have a real affinity for that business and the industry and still have a lot of friends in it. So I really want to uh, hear from John where he thinks this industry is going, because a lot of people have been writing the obituary, and I say not so fast. So please stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.